Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us for the conclusion of a great two part interview with a good friend of our ministry, Dr. Richard Ruling. Now, every time Dr. Ruling comes on, he brings such clarity to the topic of the end times. And and I know every time he comes on, someone somewhere gets it. Otherwise, the Lord wouldn't you know continue to have these types of interviews. We are here today to talk about the end times as relation to what the Bible has to say. And folks, the Bible says... There ain't very much time left. Let's just put it like that. You need to listen to this interview. If you missed the prior episode where, you know, the part one of this interview, you need to go back and catch up. Dr. Ruling was talking about some things that is just astounding when you, when you hear him, especially, I wish I had time to go over this again, but especially the name of the Lord. This is something that that uh, you need to go back and listen to it in the, the, the prior episode. Uh, oh, man, that just made this entire thing worthwhile. I know I'm giving you a teaser to go back and listen to it. Praise God. But right now, we're going to jump back into the conclusion of this interview with Dr. Richard Rooley. In marriage, the bride takes the name of the husband. Well, at, at least that's how it's supposed to work. I can't yes. speak for this yes. day and time. But isn't marriage based on the covenant? I mean, I know when I do a wedding ceremony, in some cases, we do the communion uh, in the weddings as part of the wedding ceremony. But Interesting. Isn't marriage based on the covenant? Yes, should be. Yeah, I, I believe so, basically. And um, going... Uh, uh, I believe that I'm seeing seven topics, not just God's name, but uh, seven seals. Uh, the, the, the name is linked to the first seal. When John heard thunder in Revelation 6, uh, verse 1, um, thunder is linked to the name in John 12, verse 28, 29. Father, glorify your name. And mm-hmm. the people standing around thought it thundered. Yeah. And in yeah. Revelation 14, 1, the 144,000 have the Father's name in their forehead, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's literally there or if that's just where he, they're thinking, thinking about it, okay? Because in Malachi 3 or 4, he says he wrote a book of remembrance for those who thought often on his name. Amen. But um, Amen. Uh, if you don't know it, how can you do that, you know? Yeah, amen. So amen. anyway, well, uh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, I was going to say, we talked about the first seal, but let's talk about the second seal. Because okay. this brings worldwide war to the entire planet, right? Yes, yes. When God has a sealed group that make a covenant with him, I believe it's the covenant, because in uh, this in Exodus 34, verse 10 and 11, God speaking said, Behold, I make a covenant with you, and it's a terrible thing I'm going to do with you. I'm going to drive out the Canaanite. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, that meant war, okay? But he was with them in it so that it wasn't, uh, you know, and we need God's covenant for end times, if anything, because it's going to oh, be dangerous. Amen. Lots of people going to die 
But if we've covenanted with him and we're faithful to the covenant, um, you know, anciently when God made a covenant with Abraham, it was a practice to make a sacrifice, pull it apart and walk between it and say, in effect, may I be torn apart if I don't keep my part of the yeah. bargain? Yeah. So in making a covenant, we want to live for the topics that will restore all things from God's perspective. And name yeah. is number one, basically. Amen. But covenant is number two in that mm-hmm. in the seven seals. And Amen. so we want to the covenant is what makes us his kingdom. It's like the, the marriage. You're not married if you don't make a covenant. That's right. <laughs> Amen. So Amen. Basically, I'm Even saying it's nothing more than going down to the courthouse and signing a paper. Once you sign a paper, that's a covenant. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm seeing the covenant is linked to sevens, though. Uh, when God made a covenant with Abraham, seven times he said, I'm going to give you this land. I'm going to give you this land. When God made the covenant with Israel, he gave him seven annual holy convocations. Mm-hmm. When Abraham made a covenant with Abimelech about some well or water, he gave him seven ewe lambs. Yeah. Okay. And so Amen. seven is linked. What do we give the seven? If we, if God, and oh, by the way, when I, I said that God got an ignorant bride at Sinai, because partly Israel was passive. They said, whatever God says we will do, you know, yeah. as yeah. if, well, yeah. just lay it on us, God. But really, they forgot about it. And they were, uh, I'm thinking this time, just like Israel was pa- active when they went into the water for the Jordan River, we've got to be active in making the covenant. We have to Amen. say, this is something I want, and I'm going to give you seven of something. The, the active party gave seven of something, whether it was you lambs or uh, et cetera, you see. Right, uh, right. And so the sevens are seven topics that have a sevenfold emphasis for, uh, in Scripture, just mm-hmm. like God's name, by the way, in the Ten Commandments. Uh, if you go to Exodus 20, between verse 3 and the end of the commandments, uh, actually, they're all on the first five. Uh, you have Lord or God in all capital letters seven yeah. times. Amen. And so uh, that's a, a mark of end time truth, I think, like Revelation is a book of sevens. It's for end yeah. times, and it's a book of sevens. And Amen. so other topics that have a sevenfold link, I think, are also important. And I did say that the covenant uh, is uh, linked to sevens because of seven gifts, but also uh, the very first chapter where you find uh, a covenant being made with Noah in in Genesis 9, you find the word for covenant seven times. Yeah, amen, amen. But doesn't Jesus tell us that first Elijah must come to restore all things? I mean, when does yes. that happen? Okay, I believe uh, that if we make a covenant with God on these seven topics, we can be the spiritual bride and we can be the Elijah that restores all things. We're making Amen. a covenant to the effect that we're going to live for these things. He's going to use us. If he doesn't get anybody else, he'll have 144,000 spiritual bride people who mm-hmm. are his and his kingdom. But I believe he's going to use us to get others as well. And Amen. so that's that's how I'm uh, wanting to believe it and see it uh, based on clues from Scripture. Amen. Amen. So what's revealed in the third seal? In Revelation okay. 6. The third seal is the black horse. The, the the second one was red horse, takes peace from the earth. It symbolizes bloodshed. Black horse, uh, it says a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. This is about famine, and famine is coming. And uh, if you were to look at Isaiah 40, verse uh, 4 and 5, it says uh, uh, that, hold on, I can... 
read it to you. It's easier to do that. I think almost. <laughs> I hope I can find it here quick. Um, let's see. Yeah, I did it. It's, it, it's at the glass. end of the book, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The uh, Now, this is Isaiah 24, uh, 24 verse 5. Uh, the earth also is defiled among the inhabitants thereof because they've transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. Mm. Okay. The, the laws are statutes and judgments. And mm -hmm. so I take that as uh, as a focus on the third the third thing. In, mm -hmm. in Israel's okay. day, it says the land has been defiled. Um, for one thing, they, they didn't rest the land. Uh, they were supposed to rest it every seventh year, just like right. we're supposed to rest every seventh day, you know, mm -hmm. uh, for our benefit and restoration. If you're always focused on money and greed and all this and every day trying to get more and more, you burn out yeah. at, at some point. Yep. So uh, I'm saying that resting the land is important. I was talking with a, a teacher of agriculture who said that um, after about uh, seven years, if the land isn't rested, it just uh, the the all the chemicals and and Nutrients ammonia and stuff, that they yeah. pump into the soil. It's like gumbo. It's nothing yeah. good but for condominiums. They have to sell it. It can no longer produce crops. Yeah. Well, we're getting to a point where crops are going to be important, I think. And uh, California might not be there to provide it for us the way things are going for them, you know. Yeah. Amen. So I uh, would just there's, say, a, there's a huge farm, uh, you know, commercial farm not too far from where I live. And this past summer, there is a good section of it right by the road that you drive by that they didn't plant. You know, they're just letting the weeds grow and, and all that good stuff. My wife asked me, why, why are they? I said, because they're rotating the crops every year. They're leaving a section of land all by itself, you know, and just let the weeds grow and the nutrients come back in. And, and next summer they'll till it up and let it rot. And, and that'll be the, the nutrients for the following year. So, Very good. Good for you. Yeah. So that's, that's, that, I mean, that's in practice for some people, smart farmers yeah. <laughs> <I guess you'd laughs> <say. laughs> that care about their land. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so do all these things indicate, you know, the statutes and judgments, everything you just read about, do these indicate an end time truth that the Bible is trying to communicate to us today? Well, I think it's uh, yes. And even bigger and more important than that. Um, uh, I, I'll just give you an example. <clears throat> uh, first of all, let me back up and say that Matthew 17, verse 11, Elijah is supposed to come and restore all things. And we find uh, in Malachi 4, 4, and 5, remember the law of Moses with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I send you Elijah. So he comes in that context, and the statutes and judgments have the sevenfold emphasis in um, Ezekiel 20, verse 11 to 24. It's statutes, judgments, Sabbath, statutes, judgments, Sabbath. They are linked together as a sign of God's people. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, and the judgments, by the way, uh, uh, there's several chapters uh, on judgments in Exodus 21st chapter. I'll give you a couple examples of it uh, where it's eye for eye, tooth for tooth, life for life, burning for burning, stripe for stripe. And my point is this. If the man who dragged another black man behind his pickup till he died was also dragged behind a pickup till he died, there would be very few racial, uh, you know, right. uh, people that knew that and so on. Hey, I don't want that. I don't want to end that way. You That's know, right. 
but we send them to jail for a year or two, give them, uh, and while they're in jail, they get uh, free recreation, free uh, medical care, free education, uh, training for this or that, uh, but they get out in a year or two on probation to do it again, whatever, yeah, rape or killing true. and so yeah. on, you see. So uh, we we have... We have enshrined Moses above the Supreme Court at the entryway, but we've yep. mocked him in the laws that yep. we've made. Yep. In fact, uh, I like Jonathan Kahn, who said to Biden on a on a, a YouTube thing, he said, uh, President Biden, how can you with your left hand on the Bible uh, take an oath to God when you have with your right hand are signing into laws that uh, war against the very principles of that Bible, you yep, know, exactly. it's just exactly. cannot do that. It's, it's a mockery and we're going to pay a price for it. And God is going to hold the leaders accountable. Uh, times of ignorance, God winks. And, and a lot of people don't know what the leaders are doing. You know, it's, yeah. it's all hidden oh, yeah. behind nice words. Oh, Patriot yeah. Act. Well, yeah. baloney, if you understand it. That's right. Amen. Amen. Do you see us either approaching the opening of the seals for the end times or in your opinion, have, are we already there? Have they already started? Good question. I love your heart, and you, you've got good uh, thoughts there. Um, a lot of people think we're already seeing the horses, but we, we're hearing hoofbeats. <laughs> we're not I there mean, yet, yeah. okay? Yeah. And, and my uh, reason for it is the first verse of Revelation 6. When John heard thunder, uh, it was, I believe, the roar of the Lion of Judah. The previous chapter talks about the Lion of Judah. But it says um, one of the four beasts that says, come and see. Well, in verse three, it's the second beast. In verse five, it's the third beast. And in verse seven, it's the fourth beast. So it must be the first beast. And the first beast is a lion. And that's in Revelation 4, 7. The first beast was a lion. And, uh, but in this case, it's the lion of Judah. That's Christ. Okay. Yeah. And, and Joel 3, 16 says, the Lord will roar. The heavens and earth will shake. So we're looking at an earthquake as the kickoff to the seals in Revelation 7. We're looking for an earthquake as the kickoff to the trumpets in Revelation 8, verse 5 and 6. It, it plainly says earthquake, and the seven angels with the seven trumpets prepare to sound. And then in Revelation 10, verse 3, a mighty angel comes down and cries as a lion's roar, and the seven thunders utter their voice. So that earthquake, lion's roar, encoded as a lion's roar there, is, is, um, precedes the seven thunders, which uh, I'll just tell you, I believe that uh, they represent, uh, let, me, let me give you the text for this. It's 1 Samuel 2, verse 10, when it says, and, and this is Hannah's prayer. She was wanting a son, and she, Eli thought she, she was drunk or something, but really she was burdened and weeping. And uh, God granted her wish for a son with Samuel, beautiful little boy who uh, uh, really gave a straight witness to Eli and the wickedness with his, his sons doing wickedly. But in verse 10, it says, the Lord will thunder from heaven and exalt the horn of his anointed. So it links thunder with horn. And Daniel 8th chapter has seven horns, seven horn events, Okay if you want to think about it that way. And I believe the horn events of Daniel 8 are the seven thunders, geopolitical events. And um, so uh, <laughs> to yeah, me, it makes good sense. And, and the yeah. war that we're, it, first of all, we might wonder how, you know, Daniel 8 is showing 
a militant Muslim ram that is pushing from the Middle East, mm -hmm. and it angers this goat that flies from the West and smacks the ram. And the horns on the ram are said to be kings of Media and Persia. But today we would say Iraq and Iran. Those are the yeah. same areas. And yeah. based on that, I predicted war with Iraq before 9-11. I said, yeah. we're going to go to war against Iraq. And I believe that that um, that there are six more horns to be broken, but we, I can I believe, are the seventh horn that's unseen in that scenario. It's because of Hannah's prayer that God will thunder from heaven and exalt the horn of His anointed. That's us. Amen. It's not about yeah. uh, those other Amen. countries. So the, the seven horns are ahead of us, and we're number one. When God makes a covenant with, or we make a covenant with God, we can uh, the then that then all hell's going to break loose on this planet. Yeah. I think. Amen. Amen. You know, we see in the world right now, basically, ethnic group against ethnic group, many with nuclear weapons, all of them basically out of control. Matthew yeah. 24, 22 states explicitly, unless those days be shortened, there should be no flesh saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Could it be, <clears throat> just throwing that out there, could it be that prophecy is not so much about God destroying the earth, but man destroying humanity and God's intervening to save humanity from destroying itself. Good point, brother. And I want to show you how actually there are two time clocks. There is a day for your time clock that the Baptist preacher William Miller was looking at in Daniel 814 for 2300 days that pointed to 1844 for the time of the end, he believed. But he wasn't really looking at a concordance that showed that that vision really is about a ram and a goat, not about 20. There are two visions in that chapter, the visual vision of a ram and a goat, the auditory vision of uh, that what he heard. Daniel heard 2300 days. Then shall the sanctuary be cleansed, which Miller thought was the earth. OK, really, uh, in retrospect, the sanctuary is in heaven. Uh, Hebrews is a book of Hebrews is about a heavenly sanctuary. Christ is our mediator and so on there. And he intercedes for us. And uh, I believe the issues are not fully solved yet. Uh, basically, uh, Satan, the devil, claims that God law cannot be kept uh, and God is unmerciful in, in uh, throwing me out of heaven uh, when we're all holy beings and, and uh, we, we, we can't do anything wrong. Well, he was in rebellion against God, really. Yeah. And, he yeah. and Calvary proved that he was a murderer of God because Christ didn't do anything wrong. So uh, yeah. uh, after that, but the claim still is from uh, the devil that... Um, no, he doesn't have people today that are really. Uh, we've all sinned. We've all made mistakes. We don't. That we're not living as well as we should be if oh, God's exactly. law can be kept. Hmm. And God is going to have 144,000 who, once sealed, will vindicate and show that yes, even like Daniel or his friends, we're willing to die rather than disobey God. Amen. And if we're willing that way, and God has His demonstration, not just of a single person here or Joseph in Egypt, but and, and Joseph made mistakes too. But my my point is, um, uh, we God God called Abraham, uh, uh, you know, to and walk before me, be perfect, and so on. Uh, the Sermon on the Mount says, "Be perfect." I think we that will be finalized in a sealed group of people at the end of time, and Amen. it will vindicate God. Uh, so that uh, he can be free. Otherwise, the angels in heaven say, "Are you going to bring that to heaven?" You know, uh, when when you know it, it, it's they they would get nervous because it could be trouble all over again. You know, mm -hmm. for what yeah. what could happen. 
Amen. Amen. Dr. Lewis, as we get ready to close, you mentioned, you know, a huge earthquake. And I know you released a book detailing some horrific things that could happen right in this year, 2023. And I'm speaking, of course, about your book, Megaquake, Megaquake 2023. Are there any signs you can point to that it's still building to a megaquake in this coming year? Well, I, I see three confirmatory signs, and one of them is confirming it already in the sense that, and you started out with this emphasis as the days of Noah. Uh, the days of Noah are true, but it's more than we think, because the reason the flood came in the second spring month instead of Passover, uh, Abib, uh, the first spring month, was a 9-11 warning from Christ. Uh, he, Numbers 9, verse 10 and 11 provides for Passover a month later for two reasons. One is if you're on a long trip and you can't get back to, to Jerusalem in time for Passover, you're to keep it the second month. You're not excused. Passover meant judgment, and we all have to face it. But uh, the other provision is contact with a dead body. And Noah had contact with Methuselah, who died as a sign the flood was coming. His name Methuselah meant when he dies, it will come. So contact with a dead body was for uh, a reason for the delay to second month, but uh, Christ himself is took the long journey to heaven, and he will return from the long journey, second Passover for a time of judgment on earth, signaled by that earthquake, okay? But also, we are seeing already contact with dead bodies. My neighbor, two doors down from here, buried his brother after the shot, okay? And lots of people dying, dropping dead. And I believe we haven't seen, but by the beginning of this, really, and uh, because lots of people are stupid and are going to get the, you know what, and uh, uh, it's it's only beginning. I think there's going to be a lot more deaths as a result of this contact with a dead body. So that's a confirmatory sign number one that we're already seeing. Second Man. confirmatory sign before we get to May will be Muslims surrounding Jerusalem, and that mm. will be a very strong. Uh, you know, because God's going to roar from Jerusalem, heavens and earth will shake. That's number two. Number three is a last minute warning. Uh, you remember that in the days of Noah, animals went into the ark with Noah. Mm -hmm. And I saw a video a month or more ago now, uh, Indonesia, they had a tsunami come and it wiped out a quarter of a million people on the beaches. But animals who were not tied down or encaged or in a house somewhere, made it to highland and they were all saved you know mm -mm. and my point is i think I, I would not be surprised if if may one there is something in the news uh, or two uh, about strange behavior of, of animals on the west coast <laughs> you know I, I really think that that could yeah. be because uh, it's in the bible and it's uh, it's a fact uh, that i saw on the video thing well, so i mean you got the uh, yellowstone right there and that's the whole purpose of that is the national park with the animals and all that so if there's suddenly a migration up to the mountains good I'm point sure it'll make the news thank yeah. you thank you because <laughs> they're they're talking about that thing you know any day it could happen yeah. you know well i don't think any day i think it has yeah. to get fit god's appointed times mm -hmm. yeah. and sadly the papacy boasts that they mm -hmm. got rid of god's uh they call yeah. them jewish festivals yeah. But uh, in Leviticus 23, verse 2, God calls them my feasts, okay? Yeah. Not Jewish, but they're his feasts. Yeah. And so uh, for the, uh, the, you know, the enemy not yeah. only got rid of God's name, but they got rid of uh, other things in the commandments. It says the little horn will think to change times and laws. And we have a Gregorian yeah. calendar. 
that yeah. doesn't match up with God's calendar at all. That's right. So That's um, right. I would yeah. just say, uh, don't go there if you yeah. aren't already. God winks in times of ignorance, and I'm not condemning all Catholics, uh, I, but I believe their leadership is is headed the wrong direction. Yeah. And uh, yeah. some are changing and repenting. You know, there are yeah. uh, occasional uh, priests or bishop or whatever uh, speak out and say that uh, you don't. We don't need any new order. This yeah. this is about. Yeah. Uh, and, papal supremacy and, and that's the we, we know we've heard about the prophecy of saint malachi that the pope we have right now is supposed to be the last pope so i mean i wouldn't you know, be surprised all these things are all these things are yeah. just coming together right at right in this day and time. <laughs> yes now, how, how can someone obtain a copy of your book mega cake 2023 is it on amazon Yes, it is on Amazon. And if you want a soft cover uh, issue, that's the best way. I don't have the time to fill the envelopes and so on. But if you want a digital copy, uh, if you go to three words everybody wants, healthhappinessdestiny.com, and click the DVD video page, okay, you can watch a, a health video for five minutes and uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll like it. If, and you know people with taking prescriptions that ought to see it. You can get the link to that and my book, Megaquay, and another book for $4.99. Amen. Okay. Amen. So uh, if, if you don't mind reading the digital instead of having soft cover in your hands, you can get the information and get three, you know, get the video that is worth, in my opinion, for people who take prescriptions, it's worth thousands of dollars because you ought to get off those prescriptions. And, Amen. uh, live well anyway that's healthhappinessdestiny.com amen i'll put a link to all that down the show notes below and it's it's in the blog or dvd book uh, the 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 dvd book uh tab at the top amen amen dr really is again it's been so interesting i could talk to you for hours but if someone wanted to get in touch with you maybe to ask a question or maybe do an interview like this how is best able to do that how can they get in touch with you Okay, uh, I would say get the book, and if you'll have questions, my email is on that website, okay. I think, or the uh, or the other one. But uh, I don't mind giving it. Ruling, uh, my last name R U H L I N G seven at Juno J U N O dot com. Not Amen. Gmail, but right. Ruling seven at Juno. Juno. Yeah, I'll put links to all that in the show notes, folks. As okay. always, Doctor Ruling's leaving us with some serious things that we need to think and pray about. If you or your loved one are not right with God, there's not much time left. You need to pray and enter into that place where you're in fellowship with him. The time is running out. We can see it happening right before our very eyes. And I also encourage you to drop down the show notes, click the links there, get in touch with Dr. Ruling, and, and be sure to order your copy of Mega Quake 2023. Get it, read it, preach it, praise God with it. And you know, order the earthquake and the seven seals as well. That, that's a book that, that he's written that's out there. Dr. Really, thank you again for taking the time to come on the program today. I do appreciate it so much, brother. God bless you and your ministry. Thank you, Robert. Amen. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Dr. Richard Really and myself, it's Pastor Bob Reminding. Be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time... 
Be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.